0: It's episode 89 of the Redleaf Retrocast. I'm your host, JD. It is Retro Games we're talking about today. It is the theme dungeon crawlers. It is Joey's pick. Joey, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
0: Oh, you know, nice little works going well, Getting trying to get those raises. No one's uh, stabbing each other at work?
1: Wait. The, look, look man, work?
0: I set the bar real low these days, <laughs> okay?
1: Okay. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Colin, I heard that laugh. What you doing over there?
2: Yeah. Not really that much out of the ordinary. Just working and watching videos and playing games and really not much other than that. I mean, I got a little nostalgic for Disney last night, so me and my folks watched Beauty and the Beast together.
0: The original original? Yes. Ah. Yes, way better.
2: Because <laughs> fuck the live action. Nah, that applies to every... <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm not a fan of the live live action very much myself.
2: Yeah. Yeah, not, nothing particularly interesting on my end. Just I'm just living. I'm just going day to day, waiting for
0: my turn for a vaccine. Oh, tell me about it. I gotta wait till May, it seems, so... You know, life is life is moving along. I'm getting my little hobbies here. Uh, it's keeping me busy. We got officially, we finally got double digits on the Patreon, so that's really nice. So small golf nice. claps all around. It may not seem a, seem like a lot, but when all the research and uh, uh, tape trading whatnots required for all the content and People seem to support it and want it, and it does. It does make a big difference. You'd be you'd be <laughs> be crazy surprised. So
2: nice. Any uh any word on whether or not or when we might see uh that Danganronpa episode?
0: Oh yeah, I got a yeah, I, mean, like- I got a list. Yeah, I got a list going. I got um, Death Stranding to do. Got Danganronpa, and now Phoenix Wright. I want to do. Uh, those three games are in the. And the books just gotta just gotta record them, so
2: yeah. So just let me know when you'll be doing that because I'd like to add my two cents.
0: Okay, I'll uh, message you after the podcast. Then we'll figure that out because you you've played uh, all three of them, so <laughs> it might just be you and me. Yeah,
2: all the way to the end.
0: Yep. Yeah, it'll be a nice little dollar fifty tier video game uh, type podcast. Just nice little fun stuff just about those games. Um, I'll be talking about Phoenix right here in a little bit. Uh, I've been catching up on some anime, so that's real fun. Caught up on My Hero Academia, caught up on Doctor Stone, getting ready for all those new seasons. I'm like totally caught up on Doctor Stone, including uh, Stone Wars. So uh, yeah. Doctor
1: Stone, that's that's a good.
0: I've watched.
2: I, <laughs> I watched the first two episodes thus far.
0: Of Stone Wars, or the or the first season. First season. Ah, okay.
1: Yeah, I haven't I- watched the second season. Yet. I read. I'm not caught up on the manga though.
0: It's good stuff i love it i mean come on (laughs) a whole world uh, a whole anime built around the knowledge of geology to help you out through everything come on (laughs) (laughs) yeah i
1: was thinking that (laughs) not just geology all science and pretty accurate science at that with with some liberties but come on it's an anime it's fine
0: yeah yeah at all it's it's very fun i finished uh ajin finally that's been on my bucket list for a little while or bucket list uh, it's been it's been on the back burner for too long. I finished that. That's a that's a fun series. Uh, you know, I got the Blu-rays of both seasons. So I was like, I have been meaning to watch this forever. I have the time. I'm just gonna throw it on. That was fun. Uh, definitely recommend that series if you want something a little bit darker in your life, a little bit more mm-hmm. action oriented. And then been playing a couple of video games besides the ones for the podcast, of course. I finished Phoenix Wright. I'm halfway through that extra special bonus chapter. I know you mentioned that, Colin, in the previous podcast. Ah, oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that one's difficult. I'm, I'm really having yeah. trouble kind of gauging, you know, what direction the dialogue wants me to go and kind of pick apart. Because I'm like, okay, this is it, but it's not the right dialogue piece I keep clicking. Like, I know what, like, where it's going, but I don't know how to get there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I ran into that a few times too. Mm.
0: But I did beat the main the main game proper, so that was really cool. You weren't kidding. That last chapter we discussed Phoenix Wright. Uh, for what episode was that? Was it Graphic Adventure? No.
2: It, yeah, it was, was detectives.
0: detective games. So that would have been oh my god, that's a while ago. Looking, looking, looking. Uh, not that long ago. It was, there we go. No, episode 80. eighty. So it was November last year. <laughs> so you know, end of March. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Um, yeah the 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 final chapter with Edgeworth. Uh, you f- you figure out how you know that initial story started out. You, everything kind of comes together. It's a nice nice little wrapping to the story. You got to prove. I I just like how absurd these trials are. They're really funny. Uh, the main character yeah. is actually the villain the entire time. You know his motivation is is like the weakest thing you can imagine. Ah, oh, my perfect trial record, you bastard! I will murder you. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> okay, uh, well you know I I, w- I won't pretend to know the men- mental state of a psychopath, but you know uh, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I I was not expecting two back to back trials in that last one, so it was a good it was a good way to wrap the story up. Definitely go into a lot more detail. On the Patreon, which you can sign up for a dollar fifty, and it actually helps us out with our historical wrestling stuff, and you get the video game content too. Got to make the big backlog, so when people sign up, there will there will be a good amount of content to access. And nice. I will yes for the for the main game I've been playing in my free time, I will wrap around and come back to me, cause I have some fun stuff to talk about there, Joey. Yes, you've played a lot of the Vigi games or a particular one, correct?
1: Yes, I played a lot of a single Vigi game
0: <clears throat>
1: I played a uh, satisfactory because update 4 came out last Tuesday and It is amazing uh, Me and my friends started a new save and Steam tells me I have 175 hours in it. Wow <laughs> in the last two weeks. Oh, no, but, I mean to be fair There was, I just let the server run so we can get more things built but this update changed a lot uh, more towards the higher end. So we kind of sped through a lot of the lower end, and now we're kind of go back and make sure everything is working and all our factories are up. But it's just, it's a lot of fun, especially with friends. Uh, I like the changes they made. I like that they added drones finally, but it's going to take a while before we even get to those. There's mm-hmm. a new jetpack that works off power, they redid some of the power. And then I also, <clears throat> something interesting about it is that. They, they fixed a bug by accident that they didn't know they were fixing with the clipping with foundation. And the community got upset because it changed how they could build their factories. So they reintroduced the bug just so people can build. And now they're working on a way to make the foundations work a little better. I see. So they want to make sure that the game is still fun for people. They want to fix the bug, but they don't want to take out the creativity that the community had with their builds. So they're like, have the bug back, but eventually it's going to change. So, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, I played a lot of it. A lot.
0: Yeah, I it. can hear that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Crazy. Do forgive Joey for his crackling mic. Uh, we'll figure that out eventually, I guess. Just a note to the v- listeners, if they're hearing that. So yeah, sat- that better? I hope so. Well, I guess we'll find out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Satisfactory is a game I've I've always looked at. It's uh it's definitely your kind of game, Joey. Not not so much mine, but yeah, I get I get yes. the I get the appeal. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of fun.
0: Colin, what have you been playing, or has it been work, 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 and video and uh, podcast games?
2: I've I've found some time to keep playing through Control. Okay. And I I beat the main game last night. Going through that big red uh, astral scape.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Fighting through those level 30 enemies. Even though they go down like a house of cards when you shoot them.
0: That but, means you've played the hallway section.
2: Yeah, the, uh, the big uh, labyrinth that keeps morphing around and you've got old gods of Asgard playing in the background. Yes. That... I love that bit. It's so much fun. It's just, it's it seems to be a a remedy thing, just like with Alan Wake when you're uh, when you're on that rock concert stage firing a whole ton of fireworks at a big mob of uh, darkness zombies, and you've got a rock song playing in the background from Old Gods of Asgard. <laughs> That's the other thing. This this game actually connected the two games. They're actually in the same universe. You see a whole bunch of. Uh, little reports that that you pick up that actually directly mention alan wake
0: man I, it really seems like i gotta play alan wake now
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's really cool it's, it's kind of funny they they seem to go to so many different styles in their games like alan wake is something like uh a stephen king miniseries meets twilight zone and now yeah yeah cont- Role is very much scp foundation but yeah it's a it was a it was a really fun ride but there's there's a lot more to do because i bought the ultimate edition so there's some dlc to play through plus
0: ah.
2: the alan wake side story i really want to go into that one and the alan only reason wake i didn't initially yeah yeah there's like uh you go to the investigations department after alan contacts you on the hotline and then you can go a little deeper into what what the hell is going on there his connection to the bureau of control oh yeah well
0: it's really cool didn't know that
2: yep (laughs) i mean main main game's done but there's still so much more to do and i actually want to do it so i'll be playing more of that as the as the days go by
1: and keeping you posted You make me want to get this game, but I think I'm going to wait to actually have time to play it.
0: (laughs) Well, We'll just take away, you know, a hundred of those satisfactory hours and you can slip it in. I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, no. (laughs) Oh, that's unacceptable. Can't do that. (laughs) Can't
1: can't get away. The factory boss says factories need to be made. Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah. I've also
2: been unlocking a few more Smash Bros. characters. Like Marth, got him, and Zelda, and Wii Fit Trainer. But I haven't been playing any of Cosmic Star Heroin lately, even though I'm like halfway through the game. Truth told, it's one of those games where the gameplay is rock solid and it has a good soundtrack and visual style, but the story and characters are pretty bland. I mean, you switch out characters in your party so quickly and frequently, you don't really get a lot of time to get to know them, and the story itself doesn't really make me particularly excited to find out what happens next, or know more about the world in which it takes place. I'll probably take a break from it for a while, play some Blossom Tales or Ukulele in the Impossible Lair or something. (laughs) But that aside, I've also been finally I forgot to mention before but I finally started watching through Helsing Ultimate. Oh. And I'm I've got I'm 8 episodes in, just onto the last two. i I've been watching the abridged series alongside them and it's it's really funny. But yeah, it's a it's a fun show. I definitely want to finish that one off within the week.
0: I enjoyed Helsing Ultimate. It's a very very good show.
2: Yeah. Kinda of drags in parts, but when it's when it's high octane, it's really high octane. Well alright. Yeah, right. that's, that's pretty much everything on my end.
0: <clears throat> well then I got a special drop to play, because I got a game to talk about. Okay then. Yeah. Here it goes. It's muted. Oh, that's a good start. <laughs> 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 Let's try that again. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> that's that's great. What you just heard was Persona 3. I started this game, I've gone balls deep into it. I'm on floor 43. I've beaten two bosses. I'm level ah, 16 damn. in the game. Oh yeah, I am. I am chugging along. This is this is my main game I'm playing right now. I went from Rampa to Phoenix Wright to a wacky JRPG, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, K is a fan of the Persona th- series, a huge one, Shimigami Tensai. There's a reason why he's picked like three of those fucking things <laughs> for this podcast, uh, for his ghost yeah. picks. So I know when he has his theme pick coming up later this year, Persona 3 turns 15 years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, nice. it does. So I am getting ahead of the game, and I've wanted to play and beat a Persona game for <laughs> a long, long time, much like a gross oversight on myself with the Final Fantasy series, where I never seem to complete any of those games. I want to do something with the Shimigami Tensei slash Persona series. And Persona 3... Uh, you and I played a good chunk of it, Colin. At least d- dove a bit, a bit into it, uh, relatively speaking. Yeah. And I, uh, we went into a little detail on the anime podcast of my first kind of experience and romped through it. I'm way more into the game further now, and I'm definitely coming across the more specific things the game has to offer. You know, you could treat it like a dungeon crawler. Absolutely, you can. Where you can just go through yeah. the motions, get some personas, uh, you know, maybe look online some of these specific things you want to level up or not. I'm not really doing that. I'm just kind of playing it blind first time through, uh, you know, which uh, I'm just trying to balance my my team of personas because that that was one thing that I wasn't really paying much attention to is the whole purpose of you can only have x amount of personas in total. And then you have to start swapping them out or leveling them up or combining them. And that takes a, a a level of thought to kind of think it through. It's like, okay, if I get rid of my wind now, how fucked will I be if I come across an enemy that has a wind weakness, and that's it. And then I'm screwed, right? So there's there's a decent amount of strategy to the game. Just in, you need to think at least one step ahead and uh, as opposed to kind of, a Final Fantasy-type uh, thought process where you just you just get your guardian forces or your magic, um, your specific magics, and you just kind of hoard them, right? Persona's not like that. You have to think about who, what elements you need to stock, what elements you need to um, level up, what personas you need to level up, and don't be afraid to just dis- discard them Left and right, as opposed to getting some getting attached to them. Uh, So that was something I had to kind of get past when I was playing. And um, according to Kay, I had such trouble on the second boss because he says you need to be, it kind of in your mid twenties in the levels department. And I'm like, yeah, I went level. I was like level (laughs) fourteen. Maybe a little low. I haven't been grinding that much. And uh, I was playing Persona Three this morning, and I got two game overs, and I go, it "Might be time to start grinding."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Doing money of the social links.
0: Yes. So I'm. Uh, there's a couple side characters uh, that I think are going to be beneficial. It's it's interesting because I any time I play these JRPGs. I feel like whenever you start talking to these characters and getting attached to them, they're going to join your party. But that's not really the case in the Persona series.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So that's that's a vastly different aspect of the game than I'm that I'm accustomed to. Um, but there, when the main game, when the main story starts kicking off, that's when Persona is really roping me in. Uh, I I kind of wish there was more those big anime cutscenes. I know they definitely uh, do more of that in the later series for sure. Yeah. So, uh, when those anime cutscenes come, they're they're really cool. Uh, when the main story hits off and you're, you know, kids are getting kidnapped and they're getting stuck in the school and there's the dark hour and you're like, ah, you know, it's it's good story element stuff that I'm way into. And even the whole social links and learning in school, you're you're what you do attributes to the social links you're doing later so you can you got to kind of figure out the personalities of these characters you want to do social links with so it's like let's say a character is a bookworm well what's what's the best way to social link to this bookworm well i better get smart with the books and stuff <laughs> yeah. Increase, yeah increase that attribute so uh, it, it speaks for itself and you it, you definitely know what direction you need to take your character and uh, and why so it's it is a good game. I'm really enjoying it. I'm man, I must be 15 12 15 hours into the game already. Maybe I'm overestimating how far I am in that, but I'm two bosses in, I'm 43 floors up and I'm level 16. So, that's where I'm at. My personas are kind of underleveled, I would definitely say.
2: So yeah, at issue. some points it at some points you got to grind.
0: Yeah, I d- I'm definitely in that kind of I need to grind phase. So hopefully, uh, uh yeah, the two game overs, I'm kind of like uh, definitely need to remedy that. Haha. Ha.
2: <laughs>
0: so that will be the game that I will play this drop and uh, talk about probably on all the podcasts going forward until I beat this fucking thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so for a long time.
0: It might be a long time. The Final Fantasy VI gimmick is back, but this time it's with Persona 3. (laughs) Nice. I should have done it with Danganronpa in hindsight as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. So if you guys get a a game like that that you're going to play for weeks on end, let me know. I'll make a drop just for you guys. Kind of (laughs) further interaction for the podcast listeners. And it will amuse me. That's what matters. Well you've already beat the game proper. Now you're just DLCing.
2: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Next game. Next game, you gotta tell me. Okay. Anything else, guys? Or are we just gonna bust right into our theme?
1: Let's get into the theme.
0: All right, Joey, I like your enthusiasm. Very very good stuff. So gonna play Earthworm Jim. I love that song. All right. Thank you, Earthworm Jim. I love your wacky, synthesized music of the 90s. It's beautiful stuff. Joey, this was your theme pick. Who, what, when, where, why? Tell us.
1: Dungeon Crawlers, because why not? Who doesn't like a good grind, like you're about to do in Persona 3.
0: Oh, well, that is definitely going to happen.
1: Dungeon Crawlers are just fun. They're just mindless sometimes, but also very rewarding if you put in the work. So I love them. I know you enjoyed the games that we picked so why not
0: yeah what I what I found interesting about the theme of dungeon crawlers is it can range from an action RPG to a JRPG to a western RPG there was a a good mixture of what is considered a dungeon crawler
1: yeah you got a dungeon can you crawl it bam dungeon (laughs) crawling. wrap whatever you want around it just go to dungeons and crawl
0: would you consider roguelike games, uh like Rogue Legacy, a dungeon crawler in technicality?
1: Yeah, I mean their whole thing's about doing one dungeon after another, getting things, going back to dungeons, so I would say they're dungeon crawlers. Don't forget, enter the dungeon.
0: Yeah, oh, that is yeah. that does have gungeon in the name.
1: So it must be.
0: It must be a gun and dungeon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, they obviously have a different take on it that you'll die every time or complete the dungeon, so a little different, but still, you're crawling dungeons, you're getting loot, you're trying to get better to crawl more dungeons.
0: I definitely, when it comes to a dungeon crawler, I definitely have this... uh, I gravitate towards the style of there's an overworld map and you're traversing it, and then you end up in a cave-slash-dungeon of sorts, and then that is kind of your... Your big level and stage, you know, kind of like with Persona 3, your your school life and outside the dark hour is your overworld. And then you it's the whole point is to gear up to get to that that specific dungeon phase of the game. Um, And there's a I think all of the games here kind of fall into that category as well.
2: Some have multiple dungeons.
0: Yes. Yes. It's generally multiple and we got two games that I'm quite excited about. Well, we didn't cover any Final Fantasy games. Not on this one. That is, uh That was... For, <laughs> go back and listen to our Final Fantasy cast for yeah. all those. Easily searchable. Redleaf Frederick has Final Fantasy, and then they'll all come up. There is a specific style of dungeon crawlers I do not gravitate to, to and uh, there's two of the games here on this list that... Just aren't for me. Let's make that very clear. I will be try. I'll make that as clear as possible as we keep talking about those. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, shall we get into it?
1: Yes. Let's let's do it. Let's start off with uh, Dark Cloud, All right. which is like the most basic of dungeon crawlers. Your overworld, you just build towns, and then you just dive into dungeon after dungeons. Uh, it was developed by Level Five published by Sony Computer Entertainment. Came out in Japan in 2000 and everywhere else, 2001. And there's a decent story and a shit ton of dungeons in this game. Oh, yeah. I think there's like 200 levels or something total. It's super grindy. And then I like the town building of it because you got to get pieces, rebuild the town, and then the town has to be built in a certain way to get the maximum bonus. So it's just really grindy, and the one thing I don't like about it are the force levels, or I guess the limit levels, where you have to play a certain character. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, most of these games, if there's multiple characters, I never level up the sub-characters. It's always just the main person, and then everyone else just comes along. But this game forces you to do it just a little bit, just to get through. But, I don't know. I like it. The, the, The combat's a little wonky, but...
0: Took it's some just a super, to. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a super grindy game that has a decent story around it. So I don't know. I'm guessing this is one of the games you didn't really like.
0: Ah, you would be incorrect. I did like this oh. game.
1: Okay. Wow. Surprising.
0: Yes. Uh, I. So dark. Cl- I remember when you got Dark Cloud, Joey, way back in the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. And uh, yeah. we played it together. It was. Yeah. The, I know exactly what you mean. The combat is is. <laughs> Exceptionally wonky, that is for sure. Yeah,
1: there's especially because no bats that. are so hard. Wow. Why is a bat so hard? Uh, yeah, yeah you have I to you have to do things. the
0: power up jump attack to attack bats specifically. It's way easier that way. I looked up, uh, a, I, I looked hey, up a poison you. Yes, I looked up a YouTube video of a dude kind of playing the game, and I go, ah, okay, that's how I should do it. Way easier after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it works yeah. when there's just one of them, but when you have multiple, you're like, I'm charging up and you get attacked. You're like, son of a bitch. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you can finally get the cat, and she can use her uh, what call a slingshot to take them down, but then it takes a little bit between switching to load up the characters, so it gets a little annoying.
0: But... So, you know very well this is a level 5 game uh, in their rpgs They have an exceptionally <laughs> specific style to them all. Uh, naturally, it's an overworld uh, they have a town building mechanic uh, they have dungeon crawling and what other games did level five make after their first one here in dark cloud well they took this formula and kept working on it you got dark cloud 2 you have jean dark and the psp which i have which is a fun game you have rogue galaxy you have uh nino cooney and nino cooney 2 they're all the same in that regard uh, so yeah, they I forgot all forgot
2: they made nino cooney
0: yes yes and all those games have in common is, like, a town-building mechanic that only gets more and more detailed. <laughs> and more overworld traversing and dungeons to crawl. So, yes, Level 5 has a style. They, they You know, they also made, like, the Professor Layton series and, and whatnot, but that's... I, I, I kind of categorize them as kind of a different Level 5 team is making them. That's just my opinion on it. Uh, what I had forgotten about Dark Cloud uh, was... So I have the sequel on the PlayStation Network. I got that. It's on the PS4. I do adore that game. It's really fun. What I've totally forgotten was how basic the first Star Cloud was. How how much it comes across like a, a Zelda, uh, Zelda 64 knockoff kind of style to it. But it has... It tries to do a lot more intricate gameplay elements and uh, fighting to it all. And it comes off, it does come off as a little wonky and needs improvement for sure. What I had forgotten, Joey, was this is a rogue-like dungeon game. Everything is randomized dungeons. That's why there's like 200 yeah. of them and they all look the same and feel the same.
1: Yeah, even I think what replaying levels they change. Don't really remember. Yeah, the layouts change is. every yeah.
0: each and every time. Yep.
1: So, yeah, that's what makes it hard, especially with those limit levels because you're like, all right, let me kill the minimum amount of monsters I need to to get the key to get off this stupid level. Because right. I hate those. Because they don't even help build the town. Because they can't unlock the little orbs because only the main character can. So what's the point of using those other characters?
0: Yeah, so I played this a couple hours and I did enjoy it for the most part. But it really made me kind of go, oh, it's, it's it's definitely in that Assassin's Creed the first one where you go man when it first came out it was awesome in uh, how it's held up over time and what's come after it it's a little tough to go back to the original when you know what comes after it and how much better those are and how much they w- improved upon all of the original mechanics so from a historical standpoint this was this was fun to play uh, for the time and I I I did enjoy my time with it as as small relatively as it was. Colin?
2: Yeah, I had been meaning to play this one for a while. I mean, I heard a lot of good things about it over the years and had it in my collection for a while, but mm-hmm. I never got around to playing it until now. And, yeah, a lot of what you guys said is pretty much my thoughts. I mean, I hated those fucking bats. I mean, they're hard to hit. They poison you with, like, at least least half the time and antidotes are really hard to come by in the dungeons so when you're dealing with them in the first couple of hours they are they can go fuck themselves (laughs) and
1: weapon durability strikes again
0: ah yes that is a big aspect of the game that can fuck right off it is the weapon durability
1: at least repairs are pretty cheap they're what like 20 coin so
0: yeah it's not outrageously stupid but it's annoying it it is it is greatly annoying to constantly having to worry about weapon durability when it i don't know was it just me or were were the weapons kind of hard to come by and you really had to pay attention to your durability constantly yeah
1: that's the only thing i hate about this game is one the weapons are yes like you said hard to come by two hard to upgrade like yes. you have to make sure the stats are right and then get them to level up. And then it's just, it's very time consuming. But when you finally get to a good weapon, it, it's worth it, but it's just really hard to get to that point. Yeah. And one of the better ways to do is fish until you can get the orbs things to make your weapons better. But then you still have to grind out the levels and you got to uh, keep grinding. Yeah. Reminded me way too much of <clears throat> system
2: shock 2's system.
0: Oh, don't remind me of that one.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I, I did like that in, like, the main overworld village. You could get around really quickly by pressing select, moving the cursor, and pressing it again.
0: Yeah, that, so was, that to... was a great addition to the game where... Because uh, the character does come across as moving slow across the map. Uh, so then when you get to your town building mechanic and you have to kind of traverse around that area... Being able to just click out of the map, you see the overmap, and then you can just put a cursor there, and your character just... It's very seamless, too. So there's big props to that, where it just slaps you right down where your cursor was, and it, it's its very nice. The game, the game was definitely made how it was intended.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I didn't quite finish the first dungeon, but I played enough of it to know basically how it was supposed to... How the rest of the game is... Is gonna play out, and I'm interested enough that I can, that I think I'll play more of it. I can later assure you, on. the
0: sequel is way better.
1: I don't think. Yeah, I've it's not the sequel.
2: Hmm? Yeah, I've heard way more about the sequel than this one, so I can imagine it's it's got to be a lot better. You
0: never I played the, played sequel, the Jay? sequel?
1: No, I don't think I have. I, I mean, I've tried to beat this game multiple times, the first one, but uh, I've never beaten it.
0: No, I usually get it's...
1: pretty far into it, and then I put it down to take a break, and I never come back. So here's and the thing. I lose the save and I have to start over again.
0: Here's the thing. You mentioned this game is grind-heavy. Well, the game is over 31 hours minimum, just with the story.
2: <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: So it is, it is a long grind-fest with these randomized dungeons. Uh, luckily, the game is pretty cheap. I was able to uh, get it back into my collection. I... Don't know what happened to it. I'm sure it's like in an attic in Texas somewhere, uh, but <laughs> it only cost me about five dollars, so I say it's worth the five dollars.
1: Oh, yeah, it's definitely worth five bucks. Yeah,
0: easy pass yeah, for I give me. I it a
1: pass. Easy pass.
0: Yeah, okay. I
1: gotta give it a pass. On to game number two, the Bard's Tale, on the PlayStation Two, and I think Xbox. Yeah, uh, in said in entertainment? Is that how you pronounce it? Or is it supposed to be in file? Whatever. Uh, in Exile. How about that? <laughs> in Exile? That probably makes sense. <laughs> Smart move. Smart move. Yes. Um,
0: <clears throat> what else have they made? Let's see. I'm looking at it right now as I interrupt you, Joey. They made Wasteland 2. Wasteland Remastered. Wasteland 3, which I played. Hmm. Yeah, so the, the Wasteland series. It's not... Um. Okay. I'm down. I'm down with that. This is their only... It looks like their only uh, Bard's Tale that they made, and then the license went to somebody else. So, yes.
1: Well, yeah. This one, uh, although based off the earlier Bard's Tales from stupid Nintendo Nintendo days, it's not a sequel because they didn't own the rights to it. So, it's kind of like a reimagining of it Mm -hmm. and bringing it to 2D world. And this game was more fun than I thought it would be. Especially with all the humor that came off right off the bat. I was like, okay, this is going to be like a leisure suit, Larry. It's going to be terrible. But I actually really enjoyed this game. Except um, for the colors.
0: I'm 50-50 on it.
1: I think the colors were too similar. Like, they could use a wider range. Everything was just brown and gray. So, it wasn't fun to look at. But, I don't know, I enjoyed it. I I like the character build. I like the narrator. I like the interaction between the bard and the narrator. I I just thought it was fun. It was just a fun game.
0: I really enjoyed the humor. It it, it came across like a pirate sea shanty game, but instead it's kind of this medieval, uh, well, bard that goes around singing and shit. So the humor was definitely on point. It's very much for me. What isn't for me, though, is the gameplay. It's the It's your isometric, uh, hack-and-slash-style game. I thought the fighting element to it all just was very wonky. You, the knockback was very aggravating. You, I just had such the hardest time trying to figure out what these hitboxes even were. And then, uh, so for those that want kind of other visuals to it, it's your Diablo, your Baldur's Gate uh, type appearance, right? And gameplay is very similar. Uh, except this was not all that fleshed out. Uh, so that was incredibly frustrating to me. Um, but the but the dialogue, the story, uh, the way it went about everything else in the game, I really enjoyed. So this is a case of the style isn't for me. This is not uh, what I look for in a game which I enjoy. I'm just not a fan of it. Uh, but even taking that aside, I thought the gameplay was so wonky it detracted from my enjoyment.
1: Yeah, the, the fighting sometimes was hard. Like It felt like you weren't doing enough damage to enemies. No, I was kinda, just I would get took... hit
0: once, not get knocked back, and then I'd feel like I lost all my health and I just found myself more often than not just running away, healing, then going back, getting hit again, and then re- rinse and repeating that formula because I just could not figure out what the distance I needed was for certain weapons, uh, what the enemy's distance were, that they were hitting me. It was just all over the place. Yeah, so that's me. That's my that's my take. No.
1: Yeah, I, I can see all that. Like it, the combat could have been a little better. Um, yeah, I can pull but... up some
0: of the song for the listeners because that's that's where the game is strongest is the humor and interaction with characters. The humor,
1: the voice acting was good. I don't know a lot of it, except for the colors. I can't get over how like boring the game was. The look at. Let's see here. Yeah.
2: Bard's yeah, I, I really like the the humor too. Felt like it was written by the Monty Python, guys.
0: Ah, uh-huh, yes. Here we go. Beer you know, song. Can... I'm going to play some of this beer song.
2: <laughs> yeah, speaking of the soundtrack, it was actually uh-huh. done by Tommy Tallarico, who did the Earthworm Gym soundtrack that we did the drop for earlier.
0: <clears throat> yes. Beer, beer, beer
2: and for those who don't know, he's the guy who does video games live and also owns Intellivision and is making the Intellivision Amico, which will have the first newer Gym game in decades as a console exclusive. And just recently, I learned of a PS1 game called Wild Nine that he did the soundtrack for. Ah, uh,
0: so, yes, like I think we idea. covered Wild Nine in the back. We did? Yes. I wanted to pick Yeah, I think we've played that before. I'll
2: probably just play it myself on my own time, regardless,
1: because
2: it looks really fun.
0: All right. I had the uh, the beer song from Bard's Tale playing in the background there. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It's a fun song. A lot of the songs in this game are fun. They could have. I think there were like ten of them that were like that.
1: Uh, Yeah. Joey, maybe. But the songs. Yeah. I I didn't keep track. I just enjoyed them okay then <laughs> I don't know I was just enjoying the game I wasn't counting the songs who counts songs come on
0: <laughs> well uh, this game was ported to the Ouya at, 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 uh, at one point so that happened <laughs> I forgot I rem- that thing existed yeah I remember I remember when I booted up the Ouya and the Bard's Tale was like this big uh, uh, advertised game on it. Like you can play Bard's Tale on Uya. I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> sure, I guess. Uh, it's a cheap game. It goes for about five bucks on all platforms: PS2, Xbox. Um, it's not as long as I thought it would be. It's about fourteen hours. So it's a it's a it's a decent time for a dungeon crawler, but not as you know, not your JRPG like epic where you're putting thirty plus into a game. That's all I gotta say about it. It's uh, it's got a good reception to the, excuse me, to the series. That's for sure. I no. will, I will pass it though. I know it's not for me.
2: Yeah, I, I give it a pass too.
1: I'm definitely passing it. It was fun.
2: I'm look, I'm looking on the on our list here. I'm not seeing Wild Nine anywhere.
1: Yeah, I didn't see it either. So, no. looks like we're going to have to play it. uh oh <laughs>
0: I could have sworn we picked it. Maybe I'm... Th- then I'm thinking of a different game. Okay. Fair enough.
2: Probably, probably Vigilante 8 or something. No,
0: no, no, no. No, no. Definitely not. <laughs> okay, oh, well. my pick. Dragon Quest slash Dragon Warrior on the Nintendo Entertainment System developed by Chunsoft. Published by Enix and Nintendo. It came out May 1986. Look at me going way back. This is the nice. original of the Dragon Quest franchise. Uh, this was the, I guess, uh, competitor to the Final Fantasy series. There were kids aplenty all in a tizzy over, oh, well, Final Fantasy is better. No, I'm a Dragon Warrior fan. This is a real game. It was one of those. <laughs> Over the over the uh, decades, that uh, argument has become uh, very more not uh, not relevant anymore. But anyways, it was um, developed by manga creator uh, Kiri Toriyama, Dragon Dragon Ball. So you can definitely see a lot of the influence there uh, in later series, especially. It's a it is you know it's very bare bones okay the very the the first one you are a knight of sorts you have your uh you have your your party it's first person battles um it's very primitive in that sense you go across the overworld you go town to town and they kind of point you in a direction of a dungeon in which there's you know there'll be like a dragon or some some big enemy at the end of the dungeon uh, to defeat with various uh, spells or attacks that you acquire over time by leveling up and that will in turn give you a key or a, or an item of sorts to get uh, to give to a person in town or get you into your next destination the I vastly vastly think that uh, or it's your benefit to, a, have a map in front of you at all times so you know where you're going, and then B, uh, have maps of the dungeons that you'll be crawling, because one very big criticism I have, and it may not be fair because this was 1986 after all, is when you go to the dungeon and you uh, you know throw up your torch or whatnot, you have nine boxes of light in this dungeon, so you will get lost in a heartbeat and then you'll find yourself going back and forth over and over again. Yeah. If you have all of the tools in front of you, uh then you can realistically realistically beat this game between 2 and 4 hours, so in a single sitting, which I did. I went into this with the full intent of uh I wouldn't call it cheating my ass off. I call it utilizing toolage of 2021. I had the internet, I had the maps, I had the ways, and I beat this game. The final two bosses in the game were incredibly difficult. But one thing this game does extremely well is it really puts your save points uh, right in front of these difficult fights. So if you just if you feel like the RNG of the battles. Were just kind of bullshit, where you got put to sleep or you're stunned or you know whatever. Just immediately, it's kind of that that Pokemon situation where ah that fucker used Solar Beam and killed me in one shot. It's bullshit situation. Then uh, Dragon Quest is very, it's very kind to you in where uh, it gets you to save. It does have a battery backup, which is quite nice. That's why I use the save point. It does not use the password feature, which is which was a rarity r- realistically and the old NES days. So, what did yeah. what did everyone else think of the very first Dragon Quest game?
2: I was having a lot of Earthbound beginnings flashbacks. Oh yeah. They they play virtually identically cuz like
0: mm-hmm. you
2: press the action button you get like a whole menu of different actions you can take whether it's talking or or taking stuff or of course. Unlike Mother, here you actually in order to go up and down stairs, you actually have, like, have to hit the stairs prompt in order to do it. I I just wish it would do the Zelda thing and have you automatically go up and down when you when you walk over them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Of course, thing is Mother was actually inspired by the original Dragon Quest. So, and it came out later, so it makes sense that they're Gameplay would be pretty similar, and hmm, I actually looked on Wikipedia. It's it's another damsel in distress type plot, but apparently you can actually beat the game without ever interacting with the damsel.
0: <laughs> you absolutely can; that is possible. I did save this uh, this bitch, and I, I use that word bitch because uh, this is actually really funny. And I was posting about I was posting on Twitter my my playthrough of this game uh just random thoughts and whatnot and uh by the way the there's a key spell in this game that will save your ass and uh, uh okay uh, so it's um it's like the hold spell or something where it kind of freezes the enemy and it get it, it 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 tricks them into thinking they need to use spells but they no longer can so they just keep spamming that over and over again it's, it's a yeah it's it's a lifesaver uh to the game at all time so you save this you save this chick right and the and the king is like all right thank you whatever you save my daughter and I'm like oh I don't get anything but really realistically then you're just like then uh, she wants to join you on the party and you're like no 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 girl stay behind I must slay <laughs> the dragon so then what ends up happening? is because I thought that was lame. I thought I was gonna get like some crazy sword that the the king's gonna give me or, you know, so I can go to the last dungeon and whatnot. No, none of that happens. What does happen is over the course of the game now, she will interrupt you and say, When are you gonna be home? I'm waiting for you. Ugh you're making me wait so long. And I was like, this bitch is on my case all the time. <laughs> That was my experience. Oh, boy. Yeah, she's very needy. It's like, man, give me my space. I'm trying to slay a dragon here. (laughs) Yeah, really. Joey. Yes. What's up, my man?
1: (laughs) Overall, I like the game, but I have two issues with it. One, the music got really annoying.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 1986. Really, Really annoying. Very repetitive.
1: And two, I hate random encounters. Like, does your character not have eyes? How do you keep walking into enemies? Like, come on, games. Come on. Can we, can we <laughs> are,
0: are you that? really criticizing a game from 86 with random encounters?
1: I'll criticize any game with random encounters. Like, All I right. understand why they did it back then, because it's less sprites on the screen. So, whatever. I'll give it a pass on this, because it's old, but I still don't like it.
0: Okay, there was one dungeon about halfway through the game where the encounter rate is legendarily terrible. I went no oh, shit six steps, and each step I had an encounter. That was incredible. Of like, oh my god! Yeah, after the fifth one, I went run. Next step, run. <laughs> then I must have went maybe <laughs> another six more steps. Ah, oh, there's another one. Run.
2: <laughs> oh boy! I was like,
0: god damn it! Yeah, that 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 dungeon is is uh, it's got a reputation. That's for sure. So in that aspect, Joey, you would have hated that level.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I didn't touch it because I probably would have rage quit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, wish I, had that, on a, I wish I had that. You know, recorded wish I had that because that was ridiculous. On.
1: You always
2: know, throw a podcast or uh, or something on in the background while you do that, or an audio book.
0: Oh yeah, with games like this, and the and the music, and kind of everything starts getting uh, rinse repeat. Yeah, that's always a it's always the thing I, I I do I do that with modern games sometimes. Just throw on a podcast yeah, yeah. and listen in the background and everything. I'm doing that with Persona Three, to be honest, but uh, but the music is so good. Excuse me, so good that I kind of yeah. pause it half the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the game's opening music kind of reminded me a lot of the uh, Winter and Summer games from from on the Commodore sixty four made by Epics. <laughs> if anybody remembers those games, I do not. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's okay. a little little fun fun fact from my experience
0: oh here's a here's another uh, huge huge thing that'll help you through this game go easy on purchasing weapons and armor because in every dungeon you will find a treasure chest with a weapon or armor that's better than what you could have bought so
1: uh-huh. that
0: actually makes the game go up uh, go by a lot faster cuz i remember playing some fantasy star series where i'm just grinding to get the next set of level uh, uh armor levels and weapons so i can go to the next dungeon and uh dragon quest i didn't get i didn't get a lot of that that's why i was able to beat it so fast was just uh, immediately just go to the next dungeon and you can kind of skip a lot of the fights and get by until you get that that next armor set or weapon set and then you'll be good to go that was, yeah, uh, I think that that's
1: was... a pretty common thing in dungeon crawlers you generally don't want to buy weapons too often maybe in the beginning to get you started but you're always find a better weapon off some chest or some enemy
0: yeah 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 yeah. I'm, I'm learning learning that more and more so okay uh, I passed Dragon Quest
1: yeah I gave it a pass I passed it as well
0: it's cheap. Goes for about ten bucks. Physical copy. Uh, you can play. I believe you can play it on the uh, Switch Online NES. And uh, the game's pretty short. It, uh, like I said, it only only about two to four hours if you want to streamline the game. So.
2: Hmm. I was this the game that kind of ster- spawned the stereotype of having slimes at the beginning of your RPG as the weakest enemy in the game.
0: Yes. I just, this game.
2: I, yeah, seems to pop up a lot in various anime and manga.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the walkthrough I was kind of reading uh, said, don't actually start the game. Just go south of the very first town and into this little grass patch, and you can level up your character uh, for about half an hour, and then you can just, boom, run through the game <laughs> just based on that initial level up, because then you will level up accordingly for the rest of the game after that nice so you're just like beating up level one slimes and whatnot for uh 20 to 30 minutes and then you're golden from there so i was like oh hell yeah i can do that <laughs> <laughs> nice it was great yeah it was a good experience very prim- primitive in 1986 of it but yeah good nonetheless so we yeah. all pass it yes yeah yeah okay yeah who next colin you next
2: yeah it's the Legend of Zelda. And it's really rad. Those creatures from Ganon are pretty bad. All right, I'm t- gonna t- have to stop you. And too, you're kicked off with the podcast. Your help, our hero pulls through. <laughs> now
0: nah, he just no sold me.
2: I had to. It was the. That was an actual commercial for Zelda way back when.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, fine you a hundred dollars for that gr- that that terrible terrible song. You sung the <laughs> Good podcast. luck collecting. Unbelievable. PayPal me, buddy. <laughs> what if I don't? What are you going to do? Well, you're kicked off anyway, so I guess.
1: <laughs> it's now a two man podcast. So, uh, how are you doing, JD?
0: I'm, you I'm won't get well. rid of me that easy. Look, man, Princess Zelda's got to be saved, and I'm not going to do shitty raps uh, to save her.
2: <laughs> well, anyway, yes, this is The Legend of Zelda, the original, on the NES. <laughs> It was developed and published by Nintendo, released on the NES on February twenty first, nineteen eighty six, in Japan, and more than a year later came out in North America and Europe. No specifics given by Wikipedia, and it's it's pretty much the same plot as most Zelda games. Uh, Ganon is the big the big bad of this game. He's kidnapped the princess, and Zelda has sent her her second-in-command, Impa, to go find a warrior who will be able to defeat Ganon. And then Impa finds Link, and that starts Link on his quest to rescue the princess by collecting the, the Triforce of Wisdom, or rather the fragments of it, to reassemble it and to be able to combat Ganon's Triforce of Power. Where the Triforce of Courage is during all this, I don't fucking know. <clears throat> but but yeah playing this now the the series has really come a long way i mean on the opening screen the sword is quite clearly a rapier rather than a broadsword although giving you attack with stabs instead of swings in this one it makes sense and i can't believe i didn't know that the tutorial was actually in the manual rather than in the game itself because the game i i read the manual and it Pretty much guides you step by step towards the first dungeon and actually gives you a map to to reference from although the 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 top two corners are blanked out so you kind of gotta after the first four dungeons you gotta you're on your own but it can get a little frustrating when you're exploring the overworld because when you die you go all the way back to the first screen of the game and it really boiled my piss whenever I was close to a dungeon and died completely out of nowhere. But, but yeah, I mean this i the game's a lot better than when i than I expected. I mean, I tried it once before without the manual, and i I didn't know where the fuck to go, so i I kind of gave up pretty quick after that, but after i actually brought up the manual online as I was playing. I realized, Hey, this is actually, this is actually pretty easy. So I finally went through the dungeons and actually I didn't beat the game. I, I beat the first four dungeons cause I didn't have time for the rest, but I think this is the one I played the most of for the entire cast. What about you guys?
0: Uh, specifically in this time frame for the podcast, I didn't play this at all because I've beaten this like six times. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, so my, my, my memory of the game is, is very... Uh, is, is pretty good. Um, I will tell... I've told this story on various platforms, uh, whether YouTube or the podcast in the past. When I was a kid and I got my NES, I did not like Legend of Zelda. I, in fact, traded it in for Blades of Steel <laughs> at Funkoland. <laughs> nice. Because I had no clue... As a four-year-old, what the fuck any of this was or what I was doing. I could only ever find the very first dungeon and nothing else. So I thought, well, that was boring. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's all, all there was to the game. And uh, so, yeah, uh, notoriously, I traded this in for Blades of Steel. In hindsight, very good decision. I played Blades of Steel much more and I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah, uh, many years later, I did play. Uh, after that, played Legend of Zelda: Two Completion. Uh, there are instances in this game that are ridiculous Nintendo uh, must-have Nintendo power-esque moments, which I always frown upon. But I under I understand. I guess I can't really get mad of it too much in 2021, but it is frustrating nonetheless. Like, oh, you got to burn this specific bush in this one specific area this one time, and then. Uh, or move this statue and that will reveal something, you know, it's just or go up the cliff four times and then turn right and then you can find this other dungeon. Stupid shit like that. It's like, ugh, gotta do a walkthrough. Uh, if, it's kind of like the, so I will look at this with the Dragon Warrior aspect. If you have the map, if you have the walkthrough in front of you, you will have a blast playing this game. And yes, it is way better than the very first Dragon Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what in in that aspect of it all but they're you know action rpg jrpg uh, way different so uh, you can play this on switch online uh I did beat it again at one point with switch online because it's it's just you know it's a short little eight hour romp through the game you don't really die that often maybe once or twice and then you just kick back to the uh main screen it does have a save option so that's cool uh, the world isn't totally... Uh, long to traverse, so you can you can get by it pretty quick. It's look, man, it's Zelda. Why not a lot of detail to go into it that people don't shouldn't already know. But if you if you don't know what the original Zelda was like, look, get an old NES, get an NES Classic, pop up your Switch online, play the hell out of it because you will have a good time. I do recommend a map and the walkthrough in front of you so you know where these dungeons are. And then you can just go through the various dungeons. Uh, if uh, the the best advice is obviously make sure you have bombs when you do get them, and just bomb a wall. And then when you get the Dodon creatures, make sure you have bombs to attack them. Um, it's got a it's got a good feel to it. It's got a good game feel to it. It it points you it always points you in the right direction of how to take on enemies, what to do with them. Uh, it's it's there's definitely as i found out when i was four there is definitely an age minimum to the game (laughs) to be able to figure all this out so probably what would you say like eight years old maybe eight maybe 12
1: yeah i mean you have to to be able to think
0: yeah well joey i know you don't like thinking so what did you think of (laughs) legend of zelda
1: (laughs) Well, like you, I didn't have to play for the podcast because I've been in it a couple of times in the past. So I just did a quick refresher and I actually watched someone play and he played it a way I never would have thought. He just went around to all the secrets first, collected all the gold, bought all the good items he could, and then just steamrolled through all the dungeons. But I love this game. Uh, It's just a lot of fun. And it's, it's not that long. You can pick it up and play it in one session and beat it. So if you know what you're doing. Or you can get lost in the forest and never ever beat it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's 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 legends I don't know. What else can you say about it? It's just a really good game.
0: Yeah, it's an easy pass. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It goes. So, if you want a hard copy of it on uh, on an NES, uh, it, it, because of its uh, notoriety, it does go for about you know thirty to forty bucks, depending of just the cart. So keep that in mind. Uh, but it is absolutely a must have for an NES collection. There's no doubt about that. It's well worth the price.
2: Yeah. One thing I found interesting that you don't see in other Zelda games, to my knowledge, is that the small keys from each dungeon can actually be used interchangeably between the dungeons.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely they can. I, I, for Yeah, that is something I didn't think about to bring up.
2: Yeah, in fact, some dungeons will have more keys than needed for that specific dungeon, so you can keep extra for later dungeons that have less. So I thought that was a neat little mechanic. Maybe more, uh, maybe more uh, modern Zelda games should do that again. I mean, Breath of the Wild could certainly manage it. Sure. Yeah. That—that that is to say, the the sequel coming up.
0: Well, I can tell yeah, you what what a uh, Legend of Zelda game I'm not kidding and playing again, or even trying. What's that uh, Skyward Sword HD, that game can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm not really gonna bother with it. I mean, I like it, but I'm not gonna buy the HD version since I still have my Wii copy.
0: Oh, see, I hate everything about it. Like, even if even if they fix the the gameplay element of it, everything else is still quite poor. I can't stand that game.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah. It's 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 at the bottom, it's skyward sword, and then there's literally everything else above that. <laughs> like go up three flights of stairs and then you'll find the second worst. <laughs> so
2: Which reminds yeah. me I need to I need to play my Wii copy of Xenoblade Chronicles in the future.
0: Ooh, that is a good one, yeah. That's uh that is something on my list as well. But I did play Xenoblade Chronicles I mean, too. I- and that one, uh, that one has—I have opinions over that game. I,
2: I know, yeah. I mean, I've been hearing a lot about it recently, ever since Pyra and Mithra started or uh, were advertised to as DLC characters for Smash. But, but I'm gonna play the first one first. I'd, ra-
0: I'd rather they make a Banjo-Kazooie not... game again.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyways. But yeah. Easy pass for Zelda.
0: Yeah, it goes without saying. Okay. And our last game is from K, Mr. Ghost Pick himself. Joey, you were the PC guy. Why don't you go over this yes. one?
1: Diablo two. Uh made by a little company called Blizzard. I don't know if you've heard of them.
0: Yeah, I um, hear they're I hear they assholes.
1: Yeah, they've yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, they're gonna be remastering this and I just can't wait to see how they screw it up. <laughs>
0: Um, Yeah, that's that's one way to put it.
1: Game came out in 2000 for PC, and actually it was out on Mac. I didn't know it came out on Mac, but whatever. No one cares. Um, It's Diablo (laughs) 2. Like, when you think Dungeon Crawlers, what else do you think? You think Diablo. And this game still has a following. Some people still like to play it over Diablo 3. And we'll see if people keep playing it when Diablo 4 comes out. It's just a, hey, go kill monsters, get better gear, go kill more monsters. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, this one actually had a lot of builds you can do with different characters. I think starting out, is a little slow if you don't know how to play. So it can be a lot of work to get into, but, I mean, it's Diablo too. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, let's see, it's how long to beat has it pegged at 35 hours, uh, main story, uh, time frame to play it. And we usually, you know, when we pick games for the podcast, we usually steer, steer uh, stay away from or steer away from PC games, PC exclusive games, mind you. But when you're doing dungeon crawlers, this is our first, uh, time going through dungeon crawlers. And it's one, it's regarded as one of the greatest games of all time. You kind of, you kind of got to, it's the exception to the rule with, uh, with Diablo two, um, uh, I'm looking at the the Wikipedia here because I pulled it up. I don't have a lot of background knowledge on Diablo 2, but I I read here at the very top that the game was developed over three years with a crunch time of a year and a half. Oh, those poor guys.
1: Yeah. I can imagine. That's like one of the things, but I don't ever want to develop games. Fuck crunch time.
0: Fuck.
2: Well, don't develop for AAA studios
0: anyway. Right. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, there's uh, there's a number of characters to choose uh, when you first start off the game. I just went with a classic kind of axe dude, uh, barbarian. Uh, yeah, yeah barbarian. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I just Cause... kept it. I just kept it simple. I go, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this hack and slash game with a hack and slash character. Uh, again, it's that isometric, Baldur's Gate, Diablo, <laughs> go fig, uh, uh, style game. Uh, overhead hack and slash. Not for me. This isn't what I. Uh, this is this is not the style of game I like, but I gave this game a chance, and unlike unlike Bard's Tale, the gameplay here was exceptionally good. Everything felt responsive. Everything uh, flowed into each other with attacks. I knew how how the enemies were going to attack. Nothing felt overwhelming, unlike in Bard's Tale, where you, you know like six enemies would just ping pong me around the map. Never got that. There was no crazy knockback that aggravated me. Everything in Diablo 2 felt fair. And I think that speaks volumes to the quality of this game.
1: Yeah, this is back when Blizzard was making good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, um the you know, the, the stories uh, on the darker side. Uh, let's see if I can pull up a little bit of the plot here. Uh, let's see necroman the necromancer character looked very interesting He could just summon dead people to fight for you but then i was like eh, maybe 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 not yet that would be a second or third <laughs> third playthrough okay uh diablo i'm gonna read this actually because uh Diablo 2 takes place after the end of the previous game Diablo <laughs> what do you know in the world of sanctuary speaking your language joey In Diablo, an unnamed warrior defeated Diablo and attempted to contain the Lord of Terror's essence within his own body. Ooh, spooky. Since then, the hero has been corrupted by the demon spirit, causing demons to enter the world around him and wreak havoc. So, a little dark plot there. A band of adventurers who pass through the rogue uh, encampment hear these stories of destruction and attempt to find out the cause of the evil. Starting with this corrupted dark wanderer. As a story, blah, blah, blah. Act one, the adventurers rescue Deckard Kane, who was imprisoned in uh, Tristram, Trist, Tris, Trice, Tristram. 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 <laughs> and then yeah, began yeah, following. Where
2: the first game took place.
0: Okay. And then following the Dark Wanderer, Dark Wanderer has one of the lesser evils, Andrea, corrupt the sisters of the sightless eye. This is very lore heavy. <laughs> Take over yeah. their monastery. The adventurers overcome Andrei. Andreal, and then follow the Wanderer East. So, very lore-heavy. I could absolutely, like, if I was into a style of game like this, it is easily one of those things where I could be like, yes, I need more, more lore, more hack and slash, more loot to grab. Yeah. Not Not a game for me, but an easy pass. There's so much replay value. There's so much to it. It's incredibly in-depth. Just because it's not for me, I have to recognize how great this game is. Yeah. How's that what for I an unbiased see... review?
1: <laughs> it's surprising cuz it has like a lot of things you hate, but it's still just good enough to overthrow your hate.
0: Yes, Mr. <laughs> Crackly Mike Joey. You got to figure that out off uh off here.
2: <laughs> Colin. Yeah, from Go for I it. wasn't I, w- I wasn't able to get a copy of this game or rather the only way to get it right now is directly from the Blizzard website, and there's no way in hell I'm giving them my money. They, st- they still haven't properly addressed the Blitzchung debacle, in my opinion. So,
0: There's ways you can uh, play this game without giving them any money. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> uh,
2: Maybe, not saying, not saying I,
0: I did it. I don't want don't to wanna imply anything.
2: <laughs> I believe you. <laughs>
0: I'm good. I'm good. I would never lie to you, Colin, except once. At that time before.
2: <laughs> yeah, just FYI folks, we did play the first Diablo in a previous cast, episode 44, Action RPGs.
0: Yes. Yes, we did. Good callback, Colin. Go listen to that. I think I was less unbiased for that review.
2: <laughs> it's one of our more uh I don't I don't want to say famous or infamous, but one of the more memorable ones Mm. since I picked the first Kingdom Hearts game for that one.
0: Oh, that (laughs) one. Yes, boo.
2: Yeah, here we go again. Yeah, I watched a YouTube video of Diablo 2 and from what I can see, it's the first game but new and improved. Better graphics, better animations, more classes to choose from, more areas to explore than just Tristram. It's just bigger and better all around. And that's really all I can say about it that you guys haven't already said it's an easy pass on my on my end I mean I I just want to point out that back during their prime Blizzard was amazing at coming up with names for stuff I mean it was in Starcraft it was in Diablo everything just felt really the names they came up with just felt really cool
0: no argument for me there Although some some of those words, as I came across, were uh, quite difficult to pronounce first time reading, so
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean they're like biblical, so
0: is that what they're based off of?
1: It's based off lore. demons, angels, kind of following the naming convention. I'm sure some of them actually have names throughout other religious stuff.
0: So, oh, well, okay.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: Uh, I know that uh, the first that Starcraft would borrow from various biblical-related stuff, like the name Tiamat or Marduk for the various Zerg broods. I recognize that from uh, biblical-related stuff from when I was forced to sit through Sunday school as a kid.
0: Well, I have no knowledge of such things. So, <laughs> I am a heathen by all all accounts of the word. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Our five games we played were Dark Cloud on the PS2, The Bard's Tale, PS2, Xbox, Dragon Quest, NES, Legend of Zelda, NES, and Diablo 2 on the PC, the personal computer, if you will. Colin, what would you grade these games and your favorite and least favorite.
2: Favorite's a bit of a a tough one. I'm torn between Zelda and Diablo 2. I think just because I actually played it, I'll I'll pick Zelda by a slim margin. As for grades, uh, Dark Cloud gets a B, Bard's Tale gets a C, Dragon Quest gets... I guess, a B, Zelda, an A, and Diablo, an A.
0: All righty. Uh, we'll go to you, Joey, last. I will uh, say, with without question, Legend of Zelda was my favorite game, uh, and Bard's Tale was my least favorite. That was not a difficult decision for me to make <laughs> by the end of it all. Uh, oh, yeah, Dark... I forgot to pick my least favorite. It's, oh, What was your least Bard's favorite? Bard's Tale. Bard's Tale? Okay. Bart. Yeah. Uh, Bard's Tale and Dark Cloud, I will each give a C, though. Uh, Dragon Quest, I'm giving a B. Uh, Zelda, A. And I'm giving Diablo 2 an S, despite it not being for me. So yes, I am incredibly unbiased on that game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There you go.
1: My turn. Yes, your uh, turn. Least favorite was Dragon Quest. Uh, oh. Favorite? i um... Gonna go with Dark Cloud, even though I really like Zelda and Diablo 2 for this time playing. I enjoyed Dark Cloud. Uh, it might not be the best game, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm gonna give Dark Cloud an A, uh, Barge Tale a B, Dragon Quest a B, Legend of Zelda an S, and Diablo 2 an S.
0: Wow, so that gives I th- so that gives uh, Diablo 2 our second S ranking of the year. Uh, that gives Zelda an A, Dragon Quest a B, Bard's Tale a C, and Dark Cloud a B. There you go. So a successful podcast there of, of a list of games. Uh, that ends that ends it for our list of themes that we uh, picked ahead. So I guess we'll have three more or four more to, to uh, plan ahead. For the next podcast, we don't know what theme we're going. It is my theme pick, so I have one in one in mind that I absolutely want to do uh, for funsies that we haven't that we haven't done yet. So uh, that's cool. going to be an easy one, guys. This was episode eighty-nine. We're getting ever so closer to episode one hundred. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye. Bye now. <phone rings>